and we are live. Welcome back to Totally Unscripted. So it's been a while, but we are back and we're back with a bang. And uh, I've blown all the budget on our little intro smash there. Uh, so we've got no money left. So we're just going to make up as we go along. So I'm delighted uh, to be joined again uh, for this new season of Totally Unscripted by Steve Webster. Hi, Steve. Hi, Martin. And we've, um, we've boosted our team. We've got uh, Charles Maxson from Google has um, come along. Hi, Charles. Hello, everyone. And Charles, uh, some of our, uh, our audience might not know who you are. So do you want to say a quick couple of words about yourself? Absolutely. First of all, thank you for including me and having me and being part of the community. And, and you know, thanks to both Martin and Steve for driving this community. Um, myself, I'm, I'm Charles Maxson. I'm a, a, a developer advocate for Google. And I happen to focus on G Suite, which has been a passion of mine for, for many, many years. I love to automate things and assemble things and make things work faster. And I hate doing things redundant manually. So I became a fan before I actually became a developer advocate. And um, you know, I've learned tons from you know, the community and Google developer experts like yourselves, both Steve and Martin. And um, I'm just really super excited to be here. Well, um, Charles has also bought his, as I mentioned, his content book. So we're doing the uh, Totally Unscripted slightly differently this season. So we've got six episodes almost weekly. Uh, so we are having a, a little bit of a break uh, towards the end of November. All the shows are at the, the same time. Um, so if you're tuning in live now, this is the time that uh, Will be. We've got a slight difference. We've got uh, uh, a slight variation there. Uh, we are on Friday the 14th. So usually they get first day. So remember, remember the 4th of December. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a really special show. So uh, I really encourage you to uh, tune in for that one. As well as live, you can watch these shows uh, recording straight away. Um, but um, just to give you a quick run through of what we've got in store. So Tonight or today or this morning, depending on your time zone, we're starting with uh, meet the new uh, developer experts for Workspace and AppScript. So um, Steve recently, even though he's been a long time contributor uh, to the Google community, finally got his DDE badge. Um, uh, so well done, Steve. And we've got in the wings, we've got a number of uh, wonderful people of the community that you've probably seen in the past. So we're just going to speak to them and learn about what it is that drove them into Google Apps and Workspace and um, what it's like, the benefits of being a developer expert and how you might want to uh, go down that route yourself if you want to. And then next week, we continue with um, getting started with uh, Workspace add-ons. Uh, so Charles, uh, are we in a position to, to say who we've got for that one? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, as you've probably uh, heard, if you've been following along, uh, there's been some new news around, you know, what you can build, how you can build add-ons and how you can actually publish them in Workspace Marketplace, which is a fun tongue twister, Workspace Marketplace. Um, so we're going to have a PM for a Workspace Marketplace join us, Mike Mantella, and um, he's going to tell us, you know, what's new there, what's happening, uh, give us some exciting news about the direction of it. And then for my team, uh, Steve Basil is going to join us. And Steve is actually going to show us how you build a new uh, G Suite add-on for editors. And he's going to take us through uh, that. He's done a lot of work around that. And he's just released a great Medium um, blog post kind of talking about that. But now he's going to show you live next week and take you through it. 
and uh, very enlightening, very exciting stuff. That's, I think, a really great show and I think perfect timing as well, given uh, that's quite a recent development. So uh, the following Thursday, we're getting hooked on AppSheet. So uh, many of you probably know uh, AppSheet is one of Google's newest acquisitions. Um, so uh, we've got a couple of people coming on and talking about AppSheet. And I'm sure Steve as well will be um, chipping into that one, uh, given you're already an expert uh, on that, Steve. As I mentioned, we're uh, 4th of December, a really good show. Don't miss it. Um, and then December 10th, uh, we're actually uh, looking at new workflow solutions with Google Tables and AppScript. So uh, we've got uh, Ben Collins, uh, who many of you will know is coming along for that show. And we've also, I think, Charles, we can say we've got the PM for tables as well. We have the PM and we may have a tech lead as well, too. So uh, we're, we're doing really good on getting folks interested. And I think you're noticing the theme of everything on the calendar is about what's new, 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 new. So I think it's awesome. It's all this kind of, you know, rolling thunder of new stuff coming almost every week because there's a lot of stuff coming out in the space, which uh, obviously is very exciting. Completely agree. And so user channels um, and something that you can do if you've got, um, given that you've got a sense of what's coming up, if you have any questions uh, that you'd like to ask, um, knowing that the topics were coming, you can contact us at tu at atscriptinfo, or you can reach out to us on Twitter at atscriptinfo, uh, and we'll do our best to feed those questions. We'll keep reminding you um, of that as shows come up. We'll give you a, a hint of um, some of the things that you should be asking for. But without further ado, let's get our experts out here on the stage. So I'm just going to uh, seamlessly switch this on. So if you just bear with us a second, uh, let's get GDE. So here we go, Alice Keeler. We have Zura. Uh, we have. Uh, And Pablo, so welcome experts. <laughs> hello. hello, hello. Nice to be here tonight. So um, I, we, we, you are the, the new batch of um, Google developer experts for Workspace. So um, Charles, do you want to talk a bit about um, how the developer experts program works, and then from your perspective as a Googler, you know how, how that fits in with what you're doing. Yeah, awesome, absolutely. First of all, I want to welcome everybody. And as you mentioned, Martin, most folks are new to the expert program, but most of these folks are probably pretty well known from the community. And as I mentioned earlier, you know these are the folks that I learned from. And ironically, I'm the only Googler on here. I'm also not the only expert on here, and I still learn from you guys all the time, which is amazing. And so the way the expert program works is, is, um, is, is pretty straightforward. We like to make sure that we, first of all, recognize people that are in the community talking about Google technologies, helping other developers be successful in their journey. And so when you think about what Google developer experts do, these are people, whether it's their career, like for example, maybe it's part of their business and part of their job, or folks that are from 
you know, the EDU sector, right? They may be teachers like Pablo, right? For example, who this is not their full-time job, but they're so passionate and so knowledgeable about te technology is they openly share with the community their experiences, whether they do presentations or demos or create code libraries or do courseware, um, all these different type of solutions that they bring to the community often for free, often part of their business. Um, but either way, we simply want to recognize and reward them for their outstanding representation of the Google developer technologies. And so we have all different categories. There's about uh, 700, maybe a little more now, um, developer experts worldwide. We've got over 30 specifically in the workspace space. That sounds funny to say that. Um, but and, and, and they're from all around the world. And again, they have all different walks of lives, which is, which is, which is really interesting. Um, so whether you're Android or Flutter or Assistant, and some folks here even multiple categories, uh, they really go out and they're simply super enthusiastic to help others learn more about the technologies. And that's why I love the program. Uh, for us personally, like I said, you know, my job as a developer advocate is to get people interested in the technologies. Um, but honestly, folks they learn from more, they get excited from more are people that do it like yourself. So whether you're a professional, whether you're a hobbyist, um, from a, a user standpoint, whether you're a beginner or whether you're seasoned, experts are great people to learn from and, and draw some um, really good background from. Yeah, so you can, uh, if you Google, uh, Google Developer Experts, you'll find uh, a website where you can find more information about the program. You can, uh, in fact, uh, I can bring up, uh, we've got, uh, this is uh, the current map of, um, you can filter uh, the directory and you can actually find who your local expert might be. So um, it could be useful if you're uh, organizing local events and you're looking for people to speak. Um, obviously under current situations, getting someone local might be less of an issue, but uh, maybe you're just looking for a presenter. So there's 33 of us in total now. So, uh, and we've just got a, a small selection of, um, uh, would it be rude for me to say my favorites? Would that be rude? Um, so <laughs> let's, let's actually get some of your, kind of your backstories just for people that uh, aren't familiar um, with who we've got here. So uh, I'll maybe just quickly go around the room and just ask you to, um, you know, just say who you are, you know, what was kind of your introduction into Google Apps Script and um, uh, where, where you're currently taking it right now. So I, I may as well just go around the grid. So I'm gonna start with you, Andrew. So uh, we've got Andrew Roberts here. So what, what's your little story with Apps Script? Right then, um, so I started off doing system programming back in the 90s, a long, long time ago. And over the years, I've slowly moved more into web development stuff. And uh, what happened was I was doing some voluntary work at a meditation center. And they'd started to use a little bit of uh, Google Drive and Google Apps, but they still had, they did lots of different maintenance people and it all done different kind of things. And they're actually using a Google form. And uh, one of the problems they were having was setting up uh, automatic uh, scheduled tasks. So I thought, well, there must be some way to link up the Google calendar and this Google form and this Google spreadsheet they've got. So I dug around, this is back in 2013, and uh, came across Google Apps Script. <laughs> and uh, from that, I mean, as I said, I'm a freelance web developer. So uh, ever since then, I've just been uh, been working mainly with Apps Script and uh, doing business automation for, for a wide variety of uh, different businesses around the world. And enjoying how Apps Script just keeps growing and growing and all the new features that are coming out 
uh, every five minutes, which is great. Exciting times. It's always interesting to hear the backstories of, of people that trip. It's like, we had a problem, we found a solution. We're <laughs> going to keep using the solution, it's going to be good. Uh, so Andrew's based in Wales, so uh, we're going to uh, hop across to um, uh, uh, Surab. So you, you're you're based in India, So, uh, but you, you work for, is this correct, Dash Dash in Berlin? Yeah, yeah, currently I am on Berlin time, technically. Uh, but yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the company I work for right now, yeah. That's a hell of a commute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I was supposed to travel this year, but of course, like, given the circumstances, like, that's not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, but yeah, happy to be able to do things remotely, for sure. So how, how, what's your kind of backstory? How did you get into AppScript and kind of wider workspace stuff? Well, it's actually, uh, I mean, it's not as dramatic, but I think mine was mostly like, I actually stumbled upon a, a, a existing blog post about a webhook and I just got instantly hooked on the fact that you could magically send data from one application to Google Sheets. Like, of course, like I'm, I'm an operations person and Google Sheets was like a huge part of my life. So being able to like just automatically send data from place A to place B just caught my attention. Um, I'm not even a developer, so it was kind of fun, right, to understand, okay, what an HTTP request is and, and how APIs technically are supposed to work, what are the responses that are supposed to, that, that are supposed to come out of these kind of requests. So, well, I would say that's when I, I started sort of understanding what AppScripts can do and its, uh, you know, much abilities to connect to all the different applications that we all be used today, right? So that's, that's basically how I got started. <laughs> Oh, thanks for that. Uh, and um, next, perhaps don't need much introduction. Uh, Alice Keeler, <laughs> uh, we're, we're jumping back, well, towards across the UK over to the States. So, Alice Keeler, you're, uh, you just seem to be everywhere though, but you, you're also in the abstract world. <laughs> I feel like I'm everywhere, and then I just moved. So now I'm in Kansas, um, which is everywhere and nowhere at the same time. But I, I'm a math teacher, and what I love about AppScript and what we got into is I'm not a coder, and I didn't know any code. In fact, I had a friend at Google, and I was chatting with them, and they were very slow to respond. And I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, I'm coding. And I'm like, what are you coding in? It says AppScript, JavaScript. I'm like, I'm going to learn that. And I spent about a week doing some sort of online tutorial for JavaScript, and I had an hour before I was going to get on a plane. My plane was going to take off in an hour. I thought, I'm going to Google search what this app script thing is. Like, I don't even know what it is. And I'm like, wait, insert sheet? I know what that does. And within <laughs> hours, literally knowing zero app script, I coded was probably one of my best things I've ever coded is the ability to take my roster of students and then create a sheet within the same spreadsheet with their name, all my students' names, on an individual tab. And that, to that day, is something I use all the time. It's uh, just saves me a ton of time. And now you have magic powers. <laughs> <laughs> we all hail Alice and her magic. <laughs> That's how you get around the world so quickly. <laughs> it's abstract. <laughs> but we've, we've got another, um, we're coming back across uh, from the States uh, and landing in Spain. So we have Pablo. So Pablo is uh, another 
person with an EDU background. So, Pablo, uh, what's what's your AppScript story? Well, my AppScript story is, I think that it's, it is rather short because, well, first and foremost, I am a teacher at Alice. I work as the head of studies, but I have an ICT uh, formal training as well. Uh, behind that, I love technology, but I am a teacher. In the end, I am a teacher, and uh, although I am involved in the management processes in my school, uh, that's my main occupation, my main task. And uh, well, in, at my school, we deployed G Suite, well, uh, Google Workspace, some years ago, and uh, it was back in uh, late 2017, I think, that we started an innovative educational project that was related with Classroom, and we, we tried to, to assess how Classroom could improve the learning management system that we were using so far, that was, was Moodle, of course. And that, that seemed the, the right point to, to start delving deeper in the G Suite ecosystem. Uh, until that moment, I, I knew about AppScript, but I skipped it completely because I was thinking in, I think, other, other things. Uh, but I started to feel intrigued, intrigued about its potential and began to learn and uh, start creating small scripts and publishing in my, in, my, in my blog those small scripts to automate little tasks, uh, send an email, create calendar events, uh, almost always involving spreadsheets and uh, later data studio. That's my, my second or first maybe uh, soft spot besides AppScript. So that's the story. So I think that I'm rather new to AppScript. I have been coding things for two, maybe three years, and uh, we need to, to spend more years learning about this and uh, explaining uh, my colleagues how to use AppScript in, in their context. That's the reason why I, I'm usually a, a blog. Uh, my blog is in Spanish. I My articles are in Spanish, my blog posts, because I try to to advocate for the use of other script in, in Spain, mostly. So that's the story. So think, oh, well, the, the, the sense I get here, Charles, and, and Steve, well, I guess, Steve, do, do you want to do your story? Yes, technically, no. Sure. <laughs> I would love to do my story. <laughs> so again, I'm Steve, I'm Steve Webster. I'm in the States in Florida. It's nice weather today, if anyone's curious. Um, <laughs> rub it in, right? So, yeah, my story was uh, maybe we could call this the third generation, right? We're in Google uh, Workspace, then it was G Suite, then it was Google Apps, right? So back in the Google Apps days, uh, I thought it was so cool how you can uh, have one file like a doc and just collaborate. And then I got, I stumbled upon AppScript and it was new. So I was drooling with automation and integration stuff. So I did stuff like that. Um, and then Google took notice and I was awarded like top contributor, uh, which is kind of phased out for AppScript, but I did some guest blogs and I got more excited. Google invited me a couple places, got more excited. So now my niche is helping other businesses like B2B stuff. And it's just wonderful how we can think outside the box to say anything seems to be possible now with all these integrations and solving problems. So. That's kind of like my background. So a cu couple of thoughts, I, and I hear a bunch of you saying the same thing. There's two things I heard a lot. One is most of you said, I stumbled across it. I found <laughs> it, I discovered it. Almost like it was accidental. So hold that thought for a second. The other one is 
for whatever reason, we see a lot of folks in the EDU space gravitate towards us. Is there something mm -hmm. natural about teachers stumbling across things they need to accomplish? And here they are. So how is it that people stumble across it? And how has it become so popular in EDU? That's what I kind of... Do you want The main reason for, for, the, for apps script being so popular right now, I think that it's, it's immediacy. You just fire a new tab in your browser, type script.new, and you are there, ready to, to build wonderful things. You don't need anything else. Of course, you can deploy a local environment for more complex or bigger projects, but uh, in fact, that's not really needed to, to do really nice things, to publish an add-on, or to, to uh, automate uh, any process. So that's the reason why it's so popular. You can code uh, anything anywhere, even when you are not uh, in, in front of your computer, I mean. So that's that's great for me. That's one of the main reasons that pushed me to, to use it more and more. Alice, I know you uh, actually run a number of workshops helping other people getting started with that script. Uh, and I'd imagine there's a lot of educators that come along to those. Do you, do you, do you have a, a particular insight in what, what draws people into AppScript? Uh, I mean, teachers are just, I mean, that's just really my expertise. I don't think I could talk about anyone except teachers, really. <laughs> here's, here's the thing about being a teacher that's true for every single teacher. You have at least 30 reasons <laughs> to code. Everything you do, you have to do 30 to 150 times as a high school math teacher. You know, I have 150 students, so everything I do, I have to do it, I have to do it again, I have to do it again. And so I'll code some things. Like, I just have this real simple, the students fill out a Google form, it's a check-in form. How do you respond back to students who check in and share something that's hard with a Google form and tedious, even if they were to send me an email? So since it goes in a spreadsheet, I just quickly type a response to everyone, and I coded where I have a drop-down menu and just shoots back an email to everybody all at once. And it allows me to have those personal connections. So then, you know, I show this to a teacher and they are like, that's cool, but I'm like, no, no, I won't be your personal coder. How about you, uh, you know, let's learn this together. And I've got some online courses and things that, that they can do and, and get started. And it's, it's not as overwhelming as some other things that are doable for a teacher. Yeah, that, that accessibility issue, that's kind of similar with working with businesses as well. So I think one of the things that attracts clients to it is the fact that it is only every couple of clicks away. So once you've once they've once they once you've developed all this code, it's there for them so they can go in and they can tweak to their heart's content and they can kind of go away and learn as much as they like. And it's it's not stuck away on some obscure server between loads of firewalls and things. So yeah, the accessibility is a big thing, I think, for a perhaps script. So the other thing you mentioned, I think everyone has a similar story where they said they were, or not everyone, but most folks, I was new to coding or I didn't code. And first of all, you know, when I learned AppScript, my, my background was uh, <clears throat> Microsoft in the past. But when I got into the Google world and I started to learn this, the first place I looked was obviously the documentation. But the second place I looked where I found samples and libraries and videos and tutorials and how to's and uh, were the communities and were, you know, I was going to the Google groups or looking at, at the time we had a G plus site, which was populated by most of the folks uh, in this program. And so um, how do you, how do you give new folks that confidence to not necessarily go, well, I'm not a coder. You guys all made the hurdle. You know, there was some obstacles. 
and you've helped other people knock those down. But what's the advice you collectively give to help people become experts themselves? Well, That's a great question. I'm just... Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> well, the number of resources that are out there, I mean, they're, they're building all the time, aren't they? I mean, there was uh, Bruce McPherson's video tutorials he was doing. There's been a few books out there. And all the stuff that Ben Collins has been doing, and that seems to be very popular. So a number of video tutorials that are coming up. Um, and like you say, I mean, uh, all the communities are fairly active as well. So, I mean, that's something you can definitely point to any kind of way that you can especially encourage the collaboration. I mean, there's tons of stuff on Stack, up, stack Overflow. We've got a Google group, rest in peace, Google Plus. <laughs> <laughs> now called Google Current. I think that I agree with Andrew that uh, on that uh, the fact that the communities is very strong, the force is very strong on AppScript. The community is very strong with AppScript, and it's very easy to to get uh, into it. Uh, at least from my point of view, from my experience, uh, you can get a lot of help from very knowledgeable people around. Yeah, and you only you only need a, a little bit of patience when to work things out when. They don't work as you expect. That's that's programming. You you spend ninety percent of the time thinking why it's not working, and ten percent of the time uh, seeing that it works more or less, or typing or coding like that. So for me, that's the secret: patience and uh, uh, know to know who to ask, who you have to ask, who knows more than you, who can lend you a hand to get you out of the place where you are when nothing works apparently. In your code, and it's nice the fact that we got the Google group as well, where it's a lot more friendly than Stack Overflow. Because Stack Overflow can always be a bit intimidating. I remember going down to about minus two the first time I tried to kind of post stuff up there because I couldn't get my question wrong. Rather intimidating, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's um, a question for you. So, when you go out. I was just going to say, I always just say that the fist pumps are bigger when you have to work for it. So it's fun. Because... <laughs> so um, a question I think for experts is, and this might interest for people um, who want to become experts in the future. So obviously you've put your head above the parapet. Um, you're now listed as an expert in this area. How do you deal with uh, all the questions that you'll personally get in your inbox is asking to solve problems. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that happens. Uh, I, I think I think that happens a lot. I, I don't think many. Know, I don't think anybody knows this, but I think the first week I got into the GD program, I reached out to Martin. The first thing I did was like, "How do you?" Uh, I mean, besides the coding questions, the the other kind of questions that I received was. Like, can you evaluate my profile and tell me if, I, if I'm a GDE, right? Like, how do you uh, try and answer some of those kind of questions as well? Um, but otherwise, the coding part is definitely one of those challenges. I typically reserve them for the weekend. Uh, mm -hmm. I try and help and get involved as soon as possible. But otherwise, it's, it's mostly over the weekend itself. Yeah. And, um, and I think the fact that we're GDEs, we're... One of the reasons we're probably GDs is because we probably do spend a lot of time answering questions on things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In a way, you're kind of used to it. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, I was going to ask a question on top of that, very similar. 
And, and I know, like I said, some of you are professionals, some of you are a little more hobbyists, right? You do it because it's something that you're attracted to. I mean, you know, Martin, for example, has been doing as much for this community as anybody, and yet it's not his day job. In fact, it's obviously, you know, nighttime over there and he's still doing it. Um, what, what drives you guys and what excites you guys? You know, Alice, you've, I've seen where you've actually sat with beginners so amazingly patiently and help them go through. I don't know how you actually have that patience. I know your t-shirts where you get it from, but I would, I, I would mic drop and walk out. And, you know, Andrew, you have this vast number of libraries you support. And Saurabh, you actually tweet something every day that shows me something I need to know what's going on. I mean, frankly, you guys help me do my job better than I can do it. Uh, what drives you guys? What keeps you guys going to do that? Oh, <laughs> Pretty loaded question. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. but, uh, I mean, um, uh, I, I actually, uh, me personally, I actually troll mostly for problem statements. Like, where can we find the right problems? Because I would say, like, that's where the secret sauce is in, in a lot of different places. Like, everybody can figure out a solution. That part is sort of sort of simple. But where is the right problem, right? Like, so I, I try and sort of see whoever is tagging uh, as, you know, Google Apps Credit or perhaps Apps Credit Pulse. And just try and see if we can if, if we can answer some of these people right. Uh, so it's me trolling for problem statements. That's my go-to uh, of, of what's happening. Yeah. For me, I think it's the fact that you can create stuff so quickly. Again, we were talking about the accessibility, and someone also mentioned the APIs. The fact that you can just link into this infinite universe of of web services and link it all together and just kind of because that's what I find a lot of the jobs that I do uh, seem to be more kind of glue. I have a lot of clients that have worked with various web services and they're spending hours and hours kind of cutting and pasting and moving stuff around. But the fact that you can kind of got this this app script that kind of glues it all together, pulls it all into a into a Google workspace environment as well. I mean that's that's all pretty exciting. Is it something you know for one of the talks I regularly give is about Google App Script as a playground. So do you guys find App Script fun? Answer yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are the bits that you don't find fun then? <laughs> Problem solving is fun. I'm a math teacher. Notoriously, I tell people I teach math. They want to stop talking to me. We teach math in a way that, that it's not fun. But math is fun when you take it as an approach of problem solving, puzzles, that you're not supposed to get it right the first time. But, you know, the productive struggle is, is what really feels good. And so when we say app script is fun, it's fun because I forgot to go to semicolon. It took me 45 minutes to find it. <laughs> it. That feels good. Yeah. When you finally get to, when you finally get, get something out of an API or having struggled with the OAuth for several for several days. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was just I was just about to say, but Andrew, just, just I think you know you, you beat me to the punch by a second. But but mostly it doesn't make me feel dumb, you know. I, I'm not a coder, so for me to not be able to feeling like I'm I'm like dumb person who doesn't know how to do it, I think it's a lot more easier uh, because we don't have to handle these codes, we don't have to handle authentication, we don't have to handle servers, instances, cost. I think me personally, again, it's free of cost. I hope it it stays that way forever. Um, so that's like, like the biggest, some of the biggest motivations as to why I jump onto AppScript. Well, we, we always, we have a little saying, we always say AppScript is super easy to get started. It's super hard to get finished. 
<laughs> I've heard this. A lot of folks are new to it or they try it and they get excited and they see things work and they sometimes get flustered. Uh, again, first thing I would always do or recommend somebody do is go look for help. I always say I'm not a coder, I'm a copy and paster. Uh, what's your advice when people knock on that you know, app script door and it doesn't answer? Like, how do you get over that hump? And, and there's a lot of different ways, but when you get frustrated, anybody, person, any, anybody on the call, when you find that there's something that you really get stuck on, uh, besides white wine or red wine, how do you actually get through the problem? I think it's very rare that, that because there's so much stuff on Stack Overflow and in the Google Docs, I guess for kind of technical problems, I think it's very rare to actually come up against something that somebody else hasn't come across before. I mean, there's such a large community of them there, of app group developers, that uh, someone's usually kind of come across that problem beforehand. I have to say one thing about uh, Stack Overflow and that copy-paste thing that we all do. I also do copy-paste. Uh, small snippets of code that uh, you hardly understand but seem to do some magic on your program. But I think that uh, in the end, that's not uh, absolutely right or not good for your learning, for your learning curve, I mean. Because if you uh, all the time uh, try to copy what others are doing, you in the end are producing things that work but you are not understanding the reason why it works. So in the end, if you try to develop a career in programming, I think that uh, maybe it's better, uh, you have better go slower uh, and develop, develop uh, um, smaller things, but without the need to copy and paste snippets of code from other people that are more, more uh, that are smarter, smarter than you, I mean. So maybe uh, if you don't copy code from other other programmers, your progress will be slower at first, but uh, maybe in the end it will be more re more rewarding, and you will get a better grasp of, of how apps script or any technology or any uh, coding uh, environment works. Yeah, I, I, I agree to a large extent of that, it actually helps you kind of sharpen your own saw. But one of the things I always tell people is, you know, we're, we're, we're not code developers, we're solution developers. We're trying to build a solution. So the faster you can solve that problem, the faster you can get on to the next one. But I do agree with you, when you start to understand the patterns, you understand how to build it without the crutches, you can, you can kind of move uh, quickly. Um, but I do think the beauty of having a, you know, a popular language like JavaScript as the base of this, where you've got people from all walks of life that you can build on those experience. Because you know, I often use non-app script sites and communities to actually solve my problems with app script because there's just, there's more out there. And so it's it's you know, being able to leverage those commonalities and leverage what's kind of been done before you is is how you build on top of it. But I agree, there's certain things to learn. You know, for example, when I you know when we moved from Rhino uh, to V8, you know, I had to go back and learn things or, or learn things that were modern so to speak, but weren't really available. So I had to go back and get accustomed to. And so you're right, I had to go reteach myself things because you know it wasn't you know, it wasn't naturally working the same way. So I do agree it's good to kind of put you know put down those, those fundamentals. Uh, but on the flip side, I also think it's great. You know, there's there, there's code I write and just pull my modules in or so you know, I mentioned like Andrew for example's got a lot of libraries he shares. I don't know how they all work and sometimes I don't care how they work. I just I'm a solution developer. <laughs> Depends on your deadline as well, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You have to make I, it I, 
There's a, there's a couple of questions I just want to bounce. I just want to actually interject. I saw a couple of people asking. Oh, I was just going to hit them with you, Charles. Yeah, I can't answer in type. I can only answer verbally. So Fernando and and and, and Mozart both asked a question. Um, you're alluding to something that is uh, actually uh, something we're going to be talking about shortly. And uh, Martin mentioned a special episode coming up soon. Uh, I will give you the answer. Please tune into that. You will know a lot more about your questions you're asking then. Uh, specifically for folks listening in, um, what are some of the new enhancements that you can expect in AppScript? What's going to happen in 2021? Um, there are some amazing things that, frankly, change AppScript forever for me, and I hope they, they will for you, too, as well. Well, for those that have been closely following AppScript, they would have seen your presentation with the, the new IDE, Charles. So right, you're right. I did mention that. Some things in terms of um, you know, just learning AppScript, I think the new IDE, uh, when you were showing it off, it, you know, it's got inline help so people can actually see what is the, the bits of pieces of information that they need to put back in to, to get to do stuff. So as well, it's going to be another source for people to um, just, you know, start scripting better. Um, but I think, you know, my experience with AppScript is there, there are so many different approaches to how you, you get into AppScript. And I don't think there's you know, life is a, a rich and varied animal, and I think um, there's there's lots of ways of approaching this. It's just finding the one that works for you. Um, but I I do recommend if you can hook into the, the communities that are available, so you'll have local groups. I know um, Pablo, um, you, you're part of the G G E G, so the Google Education groups in Spain. So okay. is is there much sharing of AppScript within that particular community? We have we have a local, a, a quite a strong, a rather strong um, local community, but uh, although we have some spaces for AppScript and a developer area, that's something that definitely has to be pushed in the near future. That's my my goal or my, my intention at this moment. So there is a, I think that someone published a graph that depicted the, the popularity of AppScript in the last years. And we saw a, a big spike last year, maybe, so rather it was, it was you, I, I'm not sure. It, it, it was not, I, I retweeted uh, Pablo Felipe's, I think the person uh, who, who was in BigQuery Google right now, now I think he moved into Snowflake. Uh, I, I retweeted that person's tweet, but yeah, I, I, I remember that, sure. I think that two years ago, uh, I knew very uh, little people in, uh, very few people in Spain, teachers and so that were using AppScript. And uh, now there are many more. I'm sure of that. Mm -hmm. But it has to be pushed forward even, even, even more, more stronger, stronger. When I think about how people stumble upon AppScript, uh, Charles, I. I was thinking about, I think there's a handful of people say, hey, how do I do this with Google Sheets? And they'll say, oh, you have to use the Explorer button or you can use tools. And, and all of a sudden they get introduced to, or you could just copy this code. What code? So they kind of get sucked into it that way. <laughs> From the yeah, and that's one of the things I think we kind of hoped with the macro uh, recorder, that people would be, you know, introduced or stumble across and find something that kind of writes the code for them and you know as advertised you don't have to ever look at the code know about the code care about the code but if you're curious 
Um, it's pretty easy to get in there and, and, and start to learn from it. I'll actually even still use the recorder sometimes to, to write things quickly that I want to just go copy the code and reuse it um, or make sure I got it right or you know, some archaic formatting thing I don't want to look up. I can just you know, use the recorder to figure it out. But it's a great way of actually introducing people into something and, and kind of having them kind of stumble across it by necessity. I always find that most people get into you know, business productivity development, which is what I, I consider, you know, abscript, um, it's, it's out of necessity. It's out of a need. Their day job is X and they need to solve problems Y and Z and abscript helps them do it faster. So no matter how you get here, you get here, which brings me to, you know, really super point. You know, I've always been a super huge fan of the GDE program. Even before I had uh, met you guys and were talking to you, I want to let folks know who are actually watching that it's not a closed community. You can actually, um, become a member of our program. Uh, the simple way to do that is be a contributor, whether you're doing courses, whether you're blogging, whether you're doing speaking presentations, whether you're active in you know the, group, the Google groups or all the above. Um, the way it works is real simple. Uh, one of the fine folks on the call or somebody in the program or somebody at Google will recognize your contributions, recognize your expertise, nominate you, you apply a couple quick interviews and, and you, can, you can join. Uh, so, Keep up the good work and, and carry the banner and, um, you know, consider joining us. So um, talking about connecting people. So we actually got uh, a question for uh, Pablo. So um, uh, we've got to work out how we're going to do this one. So Pablo, um, someone's interesting uh, in finding out your blog URL. Um, so they uh, lead the gas community in uh, Spanish for Latin America. So that's uh, Jorg Farino. Sorry if I've um, pronounced your name wrong. So we're, we're making connections here to, today, people. So uh, I'm going to just dig out Pablo's um, blog and share that in the uh, YouTube chat. Uh, Steve and Charles, start filling. <laughs> well, I've already spoken enough. Steve. Sure. Uh, one of the ways is like think local when you want to start reaching out to the community. Um, uh, right now, I'm actually in a co-working space uh, in a building. I'm running a small office. So I thought, hey, in this little community, it's local. Let me host a uh, Google Workspace Q&A session. And I could have it virtual and in person, uh, you know, safety and all that stuff the pandemic and it was a successful event. I even invited one, another Googler in remotely. So I made it a fun event. So you can start small and just start with your local circle and then you can get creative and expand outside of that. So that's something to think about. I feel like there's a producer uh, so stretch, stretch. <laughs> well, I'll just make a point about your thing about when people get into that script. And uh, I was talking to a client today and they, they've got a small business and they've kind of reached the capacity of what they were able to achieve, but they knew that there was lots of stuff that they were doing which could be automated. So it was, it was either get more people in, kind of start working even harder or start working smarter. And they knew that there was this thing called AppScript. So they were reaching out to uh, try and automate and kind of make themselves a lot more efficient. One of the one of the things, if, if in case there are any people out there feeling uh, a, a little bit of an imposter syndrome, it's mm -hmm. all right. I think the the thing that I, I I did to get over it 
was go to Stack Overflow. And instead of asking questions, I started answering them. Though I, I, I wasn't sure that, that the answers are right or not. I think it's still a good thing. Like, answer it. If, if people kick you off, you know, it's all right. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's, still, it's, it's still okay to like point out whatever answers you can think of, right? And, and eventually you get better. And I think uh, that's, that's one of the cooler ways that, that I uh, found to like just deal with things. I can never get in there quick enough. It's like there's already answers on stuff by the time I look at it. <laughs> it's probably I'm, from you. <laughs> I say, I'm, I'm amazed by that. I'm shocked that there's almost no one answered questions in the community. I mean, that just blows me away. Every time I look for something, I look for help, it's already been answered. And the answer is effective. And I'm just like, wow, this is it's crazy how many people out there are doing it. And, you know, it's like I say, you know, a lot of people think, you know, AppScript, you know, I stumbled across this thing and nobody else is doing it. You know, we literally have millions of people running AppScript every day. We have you know, millions of people writing it. Um, so there's a lot of people out there doing this. So you're not alone. Um, and it's not, like I said, I always wonder if I'm reinventing the wheel. And the answer is, yeah, most times somebody's already written it or already has, you know, satisfied the problem. There's very few things that I'm breaking ground on that's never been tried before. Uh, even if there are things like, you know, I'm trying to do things I shouldn't be trying to do or, or, or won't work, there's somebody who says, well, that's not possible. So, you know, try this way instead. And I'm always blown away, but, you know, every road seems traveled already. Mm. And there's there's also those kind of set of, set of issues you need to keep in mind as well. It's kind of the, the biggies, like the whole thing about the multiple accounts and things like that. That's some of the people seem to stumble across quite, quite a few times. You're bringing back old memories now of <laughs> getting so far with something and then realizing you can't do that. Then you find it on the issue. <laughs> so, once you've yeah. learned all those, the major ones, then you should be okay. But, yeah. I think yeah. my, my first, we used to have the GUI builder and it's like I'd, I'd work really hard on this project and then realize I couldn't publish it to a certain subset of group, people or whatever. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> but fortunately, a lot of those dead ends are, you know, given AppScript is an ever-evolving platform, it seems a lot of those dead ends are no longer dead ends. And also, um, uh, I'll have to dig out another link to the issue tracker, which is um, uh, a place where the community can, you know, say, we need this feature. Um, and uh, That's fine. <laughs> You can do a lot of uh, gaming of that system as well. People starring your, your feature request. Um, uh, or speak to a friendly GDE who um, regularly talks to a Google, uh, you know, the, part of the Google team. So we, we, we do get a chance to um, speak to um, Charles and other people in the AppScript team. Um, so, you know, that's another way if, if you're hitting problems. Yeah, I absolutely want to second that. I mean, we get a lot of feedback from not just the tracker, but also what we hear from people. I mean, it used to be we would go to events and we'd hear from people directly. Um, but as you mentioned now, whether it's online, whether it's sessions like this, you know, whether it's in the chat window, or you can even, you know, DM us on Twitter or whatever. We love the feedback. And, you know, the question answered earlier is, you know, how do you put up with the mail you get? There is that. Um, and folks that have been around AppScript for a while may you remember a name, Eric Kalita. Eric would sit there and answer questions all night long on his own time of, you know, people DM him on Twitter and people are still thinks he's on the app script team, even though he <laughs> changed roles after a decade. Um, but we love the feedback because we actually hear what's broken or what's missing or what's not right with the product and, and it helps us. 
And you know, second that what you mentioned with the GDEs a second ago, the GDEs are the people that that do this the most and do it for real. I mean, we're kind of, you know, we do it inside Google, a little bit ivory tower. You guys do it for real. You find the real problems and, and that feedback is priceless. And so we love to hear from the public. We love to hear from you guys. And, and again, that, that, that contract, that exchange of information is, is really essential. Well, the time has flown. Uh, so uh, on, I think on that note, it, I think we're going to say thank you to our, our experts and taking time out to um, just share part of your story. Um, so um, uh, we'll um, post links to where you can find them. So if you um, discovered this on Pulse, which is a website we'll talk about, uh, Steve and Charles and myself in a bit, uh, you'll find links to the Google Developer Expert profile. So this is another benefit perk of being a developer expert is you get a, a profile page so you can find diverse links where you can connect with these people um, and politely ask questions maybe. <laughs> um, but experts, so Andrew, uh, uh, Alice, Pablo, Zora, so thank you very much for joining us. Um, there was one more expert who wanted to join us today, but uh, he's based in Malaysia, Andrew, uh, sorry, Adam Morris. Um, so uh, given the time zone, it's 4 a.m. for him. So we're going to play out this section with just uh, a quick clip from Adam about his uh, experience and journey as a good developer expert. And then after that clip, uh, myself, Charles and Steve will be back and um, just to talk about some other bits of news and pieces. So uh, hopefully stay tuned and thank you experts for uh, joining us for this part of the show. Right. Hey guys, um, I'm um, Adam. I'm um, Adam. I'm sorry I couldn't join you live, but I thought I would record. Um, your event, unfortunately, is at 4 a.m. my time. But that's all right. Um, I mean, right. you know, it's, we're all remote these days anyway. And anyway, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Classroom Tech Tools on Twitter. Um, and I, I publish a lot of my code. So, you know, knowing me remotely is fine too. Um, so I'll just let you know how I got involved with App Scripts and, and sort of some of the work that I've done with it. So basically I got involved with it because um, I work at a school, like I'm a teacher, I have an educational background. And um, it was as a founding member of the school, we needed like systems to work with each other. And so Google's really popular with, with, with teachers and education and my bosses who love Google. And so AppScripts was just a really great way to kind of you know justify me building stuff with it. And it's also, it was really easy. I mean, it was a low bar of entry. Um, I already had a background in computer science, so, you know, I made a transition pretty quickly, but I knew, also knew that, you know, someone else who joined me later could also pick up, pick it up because it's, it's really quite, um, yeah, like I said, low bar of entry. And, um, so it's, it has a unique stack, you know, there's lots going on there. Um, and so you can, you, you, if you're a beginner and you're, and you're just trying to figure out, oh, I want to make a Google doc do something fun, you can you know, use Apps scripts pretty quickly, learn how to do stuff with, with that. But if you're also like a kind of an, I don't know, geek or Uber, Uber programmer, um, you also have a, you also can do really cool stuff um, from that angle too, because it's, because it's just JavaScript, you know? So um, if you know, so if you know Apps scripts, you know, JavaScript and JavaScript is one of the most sought out and programming environments out there. And so, and on top of that, there's also a layer of working with Google stuff in an easy way, you know, with Google Docs and spreadsheets and data and and things like that. 
so you know so what i what i do with it in particular is actually kind of the, the latter like i'm kind of a um i just like to go deep with it and i've been working lately on um using node um node is like a local development environment um using node to write the code app scripts code on on a local environment and being able to um uh, test it with unit tests and some other uh, you know, things like that um and also i've been incorporating a front-end technology called Svelte, which I'm really excited about. And um, so that's some of the things that I've um, been working on lately. And um, I really enjoy working with uh, the community. Um, it's really it's really fun to kind of compare notes with each other. And um, I'm really glad to be a part of a part of it. And um, so, like I said, find me on Classroom Tech Tools on Twitter. The classroom doesn't have an A in it, two, the two O's, um, because it was already taken. But Anyway, I'm pretty prolific on there, and like I said, I uh, I write libraries and some stuff like that, and most of the stuff that I do is open source. Um, so um, look for me there. It was great. Thank you very much. See ya. So I, I had some money left over for a, a news thing. Um, so we're gonna just continue for a little bit. So we, um, uh, it's part of Totally Unscripted. We just wanna cover some of the latest bits and pieces as well. So um, a space that um, actually a number of the experts in the wider community are contributing to is um, AppScript Pulse. Um, so this is a, a curated resource where we're just picking up anything and everything that's related to the Google Apps Script community and, and just resharing that. Um, so just quickly put up uh, where you can, if you've not come across posts before, um, you can uh, subscribe uh, uh, to the site there. But there's a couple of recent bits and pieces I thought it'd be nice just for us to highlight and talk about. Um, so the first one here is, um, uh, we mentioned at the top of the show, we had got Ben Collins coming along. So you can already get started with some of um, the stuff that Ben's been doing with AppScript and the, the new Google Tables uh, beta. Um, this this one is for uh, those of you in the US only at this point, but I know Google Tables is um, uh, creating a lot of interest. Charles, I think you, you've got some insight to um, uh, Tables and, and just the how, how it's having an impact. Oh, some reason. Sorry, I had, I had my mic. <laughs> A rookie mistake. Um, if, you, if you've heard of Tables, or, or, or if you haven't actually heard of Tables, um, Tables is a, is a project by our Area 120, which is, which is really, it's kind of a pre-alpha project um, that we're, we're using as an experiment to see if people are interested in, in the product space. And it is a super neat, easy way to do, you know, table-driven, database-driven type um, projects with, you know, things like actions as well too, when a spreadsheet simply isn't enough. And so the whole notion behind it is, you know, are people finding good use cases? What are they doing with it? Uh, is it kind of worthy of becoming part of a member of the workspace family? So it isn't yet, it's not supported yet, it's not an official uh, product yet, um, but it's really trending that a lot of people are excited about it. And so as uh, Martin mentioned, 
in a in a upcoming show uh, sometime next month. We're actually going to bring uh, the PM and hopefully the tech lead of the product to see more uh, about what they're doing with it, and then Ben's going to tie it together about how he actually is using AppScript um, to actually fuel tables and to do things with tables, kind of combining the best of both worlds. So I, you know, I'm super bullish about the product, and I and I hope it does become part of the family. And uh, we'd love to get your feedback. And if you're excited about it too, um, we can tell the folks internally here to you know. Uh, to support it and, and make it a thing. That's great. So, um, Steve, I have interest. Have you, have you had a chance to start delving into tables, um, or is the day job taking up all your bandwidth at this point? It kind of reminds me shopping for a car. I've seen it. I'm smiling. I want to know more, but I haven't kicked the tires yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. So something else that came out recently, so uh, we got, got contacted um, by Luke Craig, who's a, a teacher in the UK, so we're back into the EDU space. And this is one of these lovely Google Apps Script examples where someone is just solving a problem. So, uh, um, uh, or not Luke Craig, Craig Luke um, is the actual person. So uh, you can find them on Twitter as well, at teachluke underscore UK. So lovely example of um, he's worked through uh, a solution here where you just have a spreadsheet with your uh, students and their t uh, parents' email addresses and uh, a set of times and you uh, click a button, it just creates all the calendar events with the meets all set up ready for you to go. So it's one of these examples of solutions that um, whilst it's EGU focused, I can see applications and so many other ways that you could do this, you know, setting up interviews. We've, I've just finished a day of um, awards interviews and, you know, our poor admin had set up uh, <laughs> numerous meetings and she could have just used a spreadsheet. But I think a, a lovely example. So I, I really loved Alice's comment. Every teacher has 30 reasons to do something. Or you think about that redundant task each student needs. Yeah personal attention or your grading paper, whatever it is, that redundancy is such a common use case in the UDU profession. And it's the same for other things. I even, you know, it's funny you mentioned that I've written a similar tool to actually connect with the GDEs where I actually iterate through spreadsheets and do things like send things out or, or do processes. So it's great to see how people are sharing these examples and how it fills the gap. Again, the, you, know, the, the, you know, the mother of invention is necessity. That's the, that's the one. Um, so um, this is uh, another nice example of those, you know, those cases where you're just looking for that little thing to fix your life, you know, automate something, just make it a little easier. So this, um, I'm sure many of you have come across Amit's uh, work, so on digital inspiration and, and he's on uh, LabNo on Twitter. So he's a, a wonderful resource. Terrible to call him a resource. He's a wonderful giver of information and resources. Uh, so this is a, a nice little um, little snippet that he shared recently. If you just want to uh, monitor Google Drive and just see when um, uh, files are deleted in your drive, it was funny. I actually had a very similar example uh, that we use at uh, where I work, which I created in uh, not too much time at all. Where uh, we needed uh, just to make sure people were dropping in their backup files. And um, so it's kind of the inverse of this. So another wonderful example, and uh, Amit shared all the codes 
uh, on that tutorial, so you can delve into that one. Um, so all these are on pulse.appscriptinfo, so if you want to go there, you can, um, you can find all these examples and more. Uh, and the last one I think we're going to highlight uh, initially is um, uh, just with the Google Workspace add-on. So we got Stephen coming on from Google uh, in next week's show, who's going to talk more about Workspace add-ons. Um, but he's got a Medium post where he's just talking about how uh, the new Workspace add-ons and how you can use that with the editors. So this is um, uh, it's a really nice example as well, where Stephen goes through with the new uh, workspace add-ons, you can actually develop for multiple platforms. So you could develop for docs, sheets, uh, slides, um, uh, and have a, a single add-on that works across all these platforms um, across devices as well. So um, again, you can uh, go to pulse.appscript.info and you can delve into that one and tune in next week. So you can hear from Stephen. And um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, if you have any questions, if you started working in Google Workspace add-ons and you, you've got some uh, questions in terms of, you know, you've hit a, a block point or uh, there, there's something you're trying to do or uh, anything like that. So just a reminder of the uh, email address, tu.appscript.info uh, if you want to email in a question for Stephen. Um, or uh, at script info on Twitter. Uh, and as Charles mentioned, we, we've also got uh, uh, the PM from Mike, yep. uh, from yeah, Workplace. Yeah, I had plus one that. I mean, take a look at this blog post. Uh, you know, Steve's been working really closely on both the, um, the regular uh, G Suite add-ons and now the new extensions that are specific toward the editors. And his blog that you mentioned here is really good to take a look at if you're thinking about either writing a new editor add-on or even migrating some of your old ones from the old HTML service into the new um, workspace add-on model. And uh, you know, check it out before next week and come bring your questions. You know, Steve is brilliant at explaining things very quickly. He makes everything sound easy. So uh, come check this out. And I think that's it in terms of examples. So just a reminder of the schedule. So we are back next week. So, um, and, you know, we'll have Stephen then. So um, uh, thanks everyone for joining in. Thanks again to our uh, GDEs for uh, sharing our expertise. And thanks for everyone um, who tuned in and also uh, contributed in the chat as well. So hopefully we picked up most of your questions in the YouTube chat. Um, we'll keep an eye. Uh, we'll uh, on the video as well, just to respond to bits and pieces. And um, if you've got any thoughts or suggestions about the show, please get in touch. Um, so um, I will uh, see uh, Charles, any any final thoughts or words before we, we head off? No, I just Martin, Steve, thanks for having uh, uh, me and inviting me to be part of the show. Uh, and you know, again, thanks to the GDEs and to everybody who tuned in. Uh, and I'm excited to be here and I'm excited about the momentum we have. So just thanks so much. Hey, so Steve, any any final thoughts? Yes, I'm just excited that we have relaunched uh, totally unscripted. Uh, I just love how we just don't spend a week. Okay, what we're gonna say? No, we're totally so <laughs> unscripted. Totally so thanks, <laughs> and thanks people for bearing with my fumbling. Uh, we, we've switched to knobs and dials. Um, so um, come for the content, not the media production. <laughs> Until next time, uh, happy scripting.